What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about how to fight fear. This is going to be a multi-part series, um, and it's a very, very important one. So you might want to check out also the uh, article version of this over at my site, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. But in part one today, we are going to cover uh, why fighting fear is so important, as well as the a uh, key strategy that you need to implement to fight fear properly. And in the rest of this series, we're going to cover the specific tactics uh, that you need in your battle against fear. So without further ado, first thing you need to understand is that fear, anxiety, worry, stress are all the same thing. Fear or, or stress is basically the high functioning guy's word for fear. I'm so stressed at work. I'm stressed with the family. No, you're afraid and you're living in fear all the time and that means that your cortisol is jacked and that your adrenaline's jacked and you are um you know feel, getting these uh, crashes throughout the day and it means that you know your body's pumping this um oftentimes uh too much adrenaline and toxic chemicals like cortisol and you are living in a state of constant fear and it's not pleasant it is the way that a lot of guys live. And it's not good for you. It really isn't. And it takes a while, especially after you step out of that uh, rat race. And I've, I've decompressed so much um, being out here as opposed to being in the busy city in Toronto in a demanding job that it, it really is a game changer to get, to create a low fear lifestyle. Okay, it really, really is one of the biggest game changers out there. And to create it on all aspects across all aspects of your life is absolutely, absolutely huge. So that's sort of what I want to be able to lay out to you in this series. And it is just, you know, so important. And if you're living with a lot of fear and anxiety, I'm, I promise you, if you can put all this stuff into place, it is a game changer. All right. So... First thing you need to understand about that is what fear actually is. Okay, fear isn't actually um, pain, but it is the desire to avoid future suffering, which causes you to suffer in the present. Okay, it is the desire to avoid future suffering, which causes you to suffer in the present. Okay, because you can't be afraid about something that's happening now. You you are always afraid about what's going to happen next. All right, and. We are the product of billions of years of evolution, okay? And our fear has evolved uh, to help us, okay? It has evolved to help us to protect us from pain and to protect us to, from walking off a cliff and to protect us from getting eaten by, you know, lions and tigers when that was our actual reality at some point. And fear evolved to be our friend to protect us. However, in the modern world that we live in, we are not running from saber-toothed tigers anymore. But we still have this fear mechanism, right? This fight or flight. And in many cases, it's gone haywire. And it's out of control because it's been programmed to, into all these other things that we think we need and into our job and into our, our quest for material goods and all these um, different areas. And instead of it being a friend that was just there to protect us from predators when, you know, we lived a, a relatively calm life outside of, um, 
you know, things like that, it is now uh, a constant. And for many people, a constant, low-level, um, everyday anxiety just about bills and about uh, job and about the mortgage and all these different things. And it has become a foe, okay? For many people, I would say maybe even the majority of people, fear is now a foe, okay, instead of a friend. Fear should be a friend that helps you stay out of trouble, instead of it helps you not get hit by a car, instead of a foe that is constantly spoiling your reality uh, by keeping you in the state of low, or for some people, um, mid-level fear for most of their daily life, right? So the, the, key is, the key is not trying to get rid of fear, okay? You're never gonna get rid of fear. And in reality, I don't know if you even wanna get rid of fear, okay? Because when you're not afraid of that in, oncoming car, you're not gonna turn off um, you know, to the side of the road, right? It could be a quick end for you, you know, if, if you were completely devoid of fear. But you don't wanna be a slave to it, okay? So the key is finding that balance, all right? Between being a slave to your fear which is an erotic person or not of being completely reckless with your fear um, not having respect for it, which is a reckless person, okay? And if you're a young guy, chances are 18 to 21, you might be uh, one of those reckless dudes. And that's just as bad as being a neurotic person and being a slave to it, right? What you want is your fear to be your friend and your fear to serve you instead of you serving the fear, just like in my video about your beliefs and your ideologies serving you. You want your fear to serve you. You want your fear to be under you and you want it to be a loyal friend to tell you when things are um, the correct things that you should be afraid of instead of your overlord who is constantly sitting here and demanding what you do um, and you're constantly acting out of fear, okay? It's not the situation that you want. You want fear to be your friend and you want um, you know, a balance between being a slave and having a healthy respect for your friend fear um, and, or being a reckless person and having no respect for it, all right? So that is your, one of your daily battles. And it's not easy, okay? Fear never goes away. Um, and, you know, a lot of people talk about getting rid of anxiety completely. This does not happen, all right? Anxiety, fear, they are with you until you either die or you become uh, an enlightened being, okay? They are with you as long as you are attached to this physical body. So you have to learn to live with it and you have to expect that there is going to be a daily battle, but you can make such good progress in this area that you will really surprise yourself in, in, in massive ways, okay? But you can't wake up thinking that, you know, you can't have these expectations of that fear is just going to be completely gone and you have this superhuman, um, fearless attitude. Even a guy like Richard Branson has fears. He just uh, is very good with, at, at dealing with them. He's very good at controlling them. And he's probably far less outcome independent than the average guy. Part of that's because he has a ton of cash and he doesn't have to worry about money too much. But the vast majority of guys who are able to be really successful and live without that, that fear is not because, they've, um, not because 
they don't have fear, they just have it under control. That's the key. So it's part of your daily battle, all right? And it really is, I consider it spiritual warfare, all right? And you, if you've seen my video on um, spiritual warfare, how to fight your demons, I don't mean that in, in terms of actual demons, unless that is your belief system. It's not mine, but I do believe that um, living peacefully is living in the light, living in fear, uh, is it is living in the darkness, okay? Along with this despair and doubt and all those other things, that's the darkness. And living peacefully is living in the light and positivity and all these different things, all right? And it's a very effective metaphor to think of it in as sort of a spiritual warfare with your army of uh, soldiers of light, all right? I'm not telling you that that, that is the, the actual reality, but I'm saying that is a, a very good metaphor because... Otherwise, you know, it can be very easy to fall into fear-based states. But when you look at it in terms of, of that battle and staying on top of your game and, and staying in the light and in, in the more peaceful reality and the more happy reality, um, it, it is a very good uh, strategy. It is a very good meta frame. Okay? It's a very good meta frame. All right? Now, within that meta frame, there are two key strategies that I want to talk about. All right? Two key strategies. Number one, happiness is your primary priority, okay? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I can't think of a better way to, to live than that, personally. And that's all my message is. That's all my brand is. Everything is a strategy for you to be happier and for you to live better. That's it. That's all I talk about. And it's something that's very important for you to understand and not just internalize, but... I've talked about it in a lot of other videos, but actually to have that vow that that is self-actualization is your primary priority. Not fighting politics, not um, you know being angry over other, or things that you can't control, not all these you know traps that are available um, that spoil your state and and take you out of that that peaceful and happy place. Um, you really have to wake up and sort of take on the idea of that pursuit of happiness as your primary priority in life, okay? Because everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to be as happy as humanly possible. This is why people date drugs. This is why people chase women. This is why people um, want to buy fancy cars because they all think that stuff's going to make, make them happy. And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. But the point is everything you do should be to, to do it to make yourself happier. Even helping others is, you know, something that, that, you know, in a way you're doing for yourself, okay, to make yourself happier, all right? I'm not, I'm not saying be hedonistic. I'm not saying don't help others, but I'm saying do things that make you happy. Helping others makes me happy. So I have a business like this, all right? But the key is to get that priority down, to recognize that the logical pursuit of happiness is the most intelligent way to live, and to not be ashamed of it and to view it as your primary priority and look at other things that are getting in the way of that, things like fear as a big fucking problem that you are going to stay on top of. When you truly internalize that mentality, you will start to wake up and you will start to um, really actively control that fear because you'll, you'll get caught with a fear and you'll think, hey, wait a minute, um, this is fucking up my primary goal. Okay, I need to get this under control. 
Just like if business is your primary priority and there's something that's costing you money, right, in your business and you're losing money on that, you're going to stop everything and be like, okay, let's get this together. When happiness is your primary priority, you're going to find stuff like fear and you're going to say, this is fucking up my happiness. How do I solve this? And it's going to give you that extra motivation, that extra edge to actually uh, get yourself into a more peaceful state because you have taken that vow seriously. All right. So that's very important. Strategy number two is having the right timeline. Okay. The right timeline um, in your pursuit of happiness and in your meta frame of waking up with this uh, daily battle to live as well as possible is living 50% for today and 50% for the next decade. Okay. If you're living 100% for today, uh, there would be no reason for you not to take heroin or MDMA all day. Okay. And yes, those drugs would absolutely decimate your fear. You would, you would destroy your fear completely. The problem is drugs don't work forever. Okay. If MDMA works and you were able to keep healthy for the next 60 years and it worked every single day, everyone would take MDMA and it would be <laughs> problem solved. Or even if MDMA worked for the next 20 years and it made you incredibly happy every day, but you know, it took, it took the last 30 years off your life, I would say a lot of people would still probably do it. The problem is drugs wear off very quickly and then you're in a very bad place and your fear is much worse than it was before. Like, you know, you've been taking heroin and you got addicted and now you're off of it and your anxiety is out of control and now you have a horrible habit and um, you're very unhappy. It's obviously not the right way to live. Okay. Living 100% for today is, is, might destroy your fears in the short term, but it will compound your fears for your future self. Okay. Now. The same goes for living 100% in the future. This is what uh, is called the Deferred Life Plan, originally coined by Tim Ferriss in his seminal book, The 4-Hour Workweek. This is where the guy um, you know, lives his entire life, the mortgage, the debt, all this stuff to enjoy his golden years You know, when he retires at 65. And his whole life is lived in the future for like, okay, I just have to get through this day have to get through this week, have to get through this month, but eventually we'll, you know, we'll have that house paid off and we'll have that little boat and we can sail around the world and it'll be terrific. This is no better way to live than living um, 100% in the future because you are outsourcing your happiness to your future self who might not even make it to 65 and you are also living um, in a very fear-based reality where you're constantly worried about things that are, you know, you're worried about things that are 30, 40 years out, okay, your retirement, all right? I'm not telling you not to worry about retirement, but I'm saying worry about the next 10 years instead of the next 50 years, because one, the next 50 years is not guaranteed. Two, you are probably 18 to 35, like most of my readers are 18 to 40, and, you know, Yes, you want to focus on making money and yes, you want to focus on on you know getting comfortable and but as long as you're focusing within the next 10 years, you will be um, Comfortable when you get to that point. I'm not saying be reckless, but I'm saying You know 30 40 50 years is is a bit too long of a timeline. All right 
this might be different as you get older, if you're a guy who's in his 50s, but for like you young guys, just make sure that you're gonna have cash and that your health is gonna be good 10 years from now, okay? If you're 20, picture your life at 30 and picture being like financially secure and, and you've got money and you're in shape and all that stuff instead of like picturing 65, you know, and, and like I'm gonna, you know, work, 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 work forever and live completely in the future with all these future fears, okay? Because when you're only focusing on the future, it is very easy to have fears. It is very easy to worry about all the fucking potential things that could go wrong. And, you know, just looking at the news cycle and the amount of stuff, I mean, you could be worrying about the like economic collapse and all this stuff like, oh, when I'm 65, what's, what's the world gonna look like? It's too much, okay? So you wanna focus on 50% today, 50% on the future, and, you know, it's really important to be serious about that, that happiness, okay? Because when you do, it will improve the quality of your life starting today. And it's a good way to look at things in terms of like, okay, I'm enjoying 50% today and then 50% enjoyment over the next decade. And I'm gonna enjoy, I'm gonna improve my happiness now I'm going to prove my fear now, um, starting today, and I'm going to live with less fear. However, I'm not compromising my future self, okay? And I'm not jack, but I'm also not jacking up the fear to like insane levels because I'm I'm living constantly in the future. So you are living more in the present, okay? Which means that you are not worrying so much about the future, but you are worrying enough that you're not fucking over yourself 10 years from now, okay? You're not living, you know, all out at 23 and just partying and going crazy and living 100% for today and fucking over your 33-year-old self who's still going to be working, um, you know, a shitty job because you didn't fucking plan well and you didn't get that business started, all right? So this is very, very important to have those key strategies together. All right. So to wrap up, fear is, you know, one part of your daily uh, meta frame, which is the battle for your pursuit of happiness. Okay. Fear is a major, major part of that. Your daily meta frame when you wake up is the battle for your pursuit of happiness. Fear is a major part of that, mitigating fear. Okay. And fear again is the desire to avoid future suffering. All right. So having that as the meta frame, very important, and then having the two key strategies of happiness as your primary priority, super important, because that's gonna give you that motivation and that extra edge and that extra awareness to be on top of that fear and to control it, and living 50% for today and 50% for the next 10 years is the other very important strategy because that is gonna allow you to uh, control your fears for today um, and keep them under control However, it is still going to allow for you to give the next 10 years the necessary amount of fear or necessary amount of uh, planning for to take care of your future self. However, without being so far ahead of the future that you're living in the deferred life plan and you're not enjoying it and you're worrying about shit that's going to happen when you're 65. Okay, so that's it. That is part one. 
what fear is and the strategies. Stay tuned to part four, or sorry, part two, where we are going to get into the actual tactics. This is gonna be a multi-part series dealing with all different types of fears, uh, anxieties, and everything. So stay tuned to that. Um, check that one out. Also check out the article is going to be live at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com once it's good to go. And uh, thank you so much for watching the video, listening to the audio, checking out the site, and I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.